First Class Sailing. Take the helm. I'm Kerry Herford-Jones and you're joining me now for our regular series of First Class Sailing podcasts. And joining me now is Katie Clark. Hello, Katie. Hello. Uh, welcome and thank you very much indeed for joining us for this podcast today and uh, we're really grateful for you taking the time out to uh, to have this conversation. Uh, this is all about you and what you do and how you got involved in sailing and I think we need to start off with that first question is uh, what inspired you to get on board? Oh wow, um, well I have been uh, on or near the water in one form or another for most of my life. I grew up in Miami uh, I used to go out on friends' boats, but I was never the one uh, pointing it in the right direction or pulling any ropes. I usually had a glass of something in my hand and was um, sat back with my feet up. Um, a couple of years ago, though, I moved to Milford-on-Sea. I took a walk on the beach one day, and the Round the Island race um, out of cows was happening, uh, round the Isle of Wight. And... It was just the most magical thing I'd seen. Uh, hundreds of boats with their spinnakers flying, um, all racing to to be the first one across the line. I was just absolutely captivated. It's and inspiring, um, isn't it? Absolutely inspiring, that sight. <sighs> majestic, yes. And I, I said to my dad, I, I want to be out there. And he said, well, why don't you do it? Go and sign up for a course and, and make it happen. So I went home and got online and a couple of hours later I'd booked my comp crew course with First Class Sailing. So what was it about First Class Sailing that jumped out at you that made you make that commitment to them? Um, well they had a great website, some really good reviews and I think I compared three or four different sailing schools and um, yeah this one just looked like it was um, it would be the best option. The whole process was was really easy. Um, they sent a, a welcome pack and told me what I needed to uh, to bring with me. And uh, yeah, I, I I think it was two weeks later I was uh, I was on board. You obviously had an expectation in your mind as to what you'd find. How did the reality match up with that expectation? I expected to have a week on board, a, a nice yacht, meet some people, um, do a bit of sailing and <laughs> yes, uh, all of that happened. I, I didn't expect it to be such hard work. I thoroughly enjoyed every minute of it though. Um, even though I had been out on, on you know yachts before, I don't think I ever realised just how much goes into... Um, being in command of of a yacht, and oh, I, I can't can't say it, it exceeded all my expectations. I had a great time. I met some wonderful people. I learned a lot not about not just about sailing, but about myself. Um, and it it absolutely has pointed um, the trajectory of of my life in an entirely different direction. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, it really is. It was the first step into um, a completely new phase of my life. So, yeah, exceeded all expectations and then some. And let's just uh, drill down a little bit more into those tasks that they had you doing on the comp crew. <clears throat> As you say, you had a little bit of knowledge, but clearly here they were taking you back to basics. What, what sort of things did they have you doing? What sort of things did Tony and his team get you involved in? 
absolutely every aspect of the boat. Um, we went through all of the, the safety briefs, which were quite extensive. Um, you know, there is an awful lot going on. There's, um, there's all sorts of hazards, unseen hazards that you have to be aware of. Um, all of the safety aspects from, from life jackets to life-saving equipment on board, where to put your feet, where not to put your hands, which ropes not to pull. Um, and yeah, that was, that was quite intensive. I didn't realise how much um, you know, there was to know and there was to do in regards of the briefings and the safety checks before you even, um, before you even slip lines. It was, uh, yeah, quite intense. And we have to ask the question, how's your knots these days, Katie? <laughs> Um, knots were one of my biggest challenges. Uh, <laughs> they're okay. I have to practice them though on a regular basis and, and, and keep the knowledge there. Um, but yes, I was, um, I was definitely put through my paces in that, in that first week. I was surprised again, how much there was to learn, how intense it was, but just how, um, you know how I sort of took to it like a like a duck to water. I loved every minute of it, and that knowledge that I was given in my first comp crew course uh, has really has really paid off through um, through future training. I understand, and you made a point in your Google review about the um, about the weather, particularly the last day. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so um, the crew, there were five of us, uh, all different ages, all different skill sets. And we had a fantastic skipper, uh, Tony, who really did put us through our paces those first four days. And on the very last day, um, you know, this is middle of August, you don't expect suddenly a, a force eight storm to, to be upon you. It wasn't forecast. It was um, just some light showers and you know, force four, force five forecast, but suddenly coming back across the, um, uh, coming back across the Solent from Yarmouth, we found ourselves in a zero, visi zero visibility uh, force eight. And it was wow. for the first moments, first few moments, terrifying, but we pulled together as a crew and we, we got back home safely. Um, exhilarating more than terrifying I guess but yes so unexpected and uh, I think we were just so proud of ourselves for not panicking and getting things done and and yeah all done under the watchful eye of of the skipper who had taught us really what we needed to know to to bring the boat home safely it's almost like uh, it was almost like it was designed to happen that way that you had the week yeah. to prepare for it and, and then it came along um yes tell me a little bit about the, the boats from your perspective uh, how did that that boat feel i don't know which one you were out on on your week but it, how did it feel for you uh i was out on the cascadeur which is um yeah which was a, a fantastic boat i still see her around the solent and um, yeah, perfectly uh, adequate for the six of us, five crew and, uh, and the skipper. Um, yeah, comfortable. Um, we had some great meals on board. And yeah, the perfect, um, the perfect training ground for, for what we needed to do. Uh, I don't Cassie think they... A, Cassie, Cassie is quite something, isn't she? She is quite, <laughs> a, quite, a, quite a girl. I feel always on yes. her that you're gonna, she's going to look after you as much as you're going to look after her. Yes, yes. She's, um, no, she's, a great, she's a great boat. So I see her all over the Solent and it brings back uh, some really, really happy memories. 
And that whole week has, as you quite rightly say, has set you up now for the future. What, what's led on from your time with First Class Sailings and your comp crew? What, what, where did you go to and what have you done since? So if it were up to me, I would have gotten off the Cascadeur and signed up straight away for my Yachtmaster course. Um, unfortunately, at the time, I couldn't just take four months off of work. But I spent the next year working hard, saving up, and um, very, very pleased to say that in July uh, 2019, I booked my Yachtmaster course and I completed it in October, uh, passed with flying colours. So I am a fully qualified Yachtmaster offshore, uh, and I've never been more proud of myself. It was tough, um, challenging, but one of the most exhilarating things I've ever done to, yeah, to, to take, um, with, with such little knowledge, the, the comp crew course, it, it definitely gives you a, a basic knowledge. Um, but to go from, from that, to be able to legally captain my own yacht, um, for commercial purposes, it's, it's just such an achievement. It's one of the things, well, I, Honestly, I'd say it's probably the biggest achievement of my life, and I can't wait to put that new qualification to uh, to good use in the future. That's a really marvellous story, Katie, and wonderful to hear, and thank you for sharing all of that with us. Final question for me, if I may, is what would you say to somebody listening to this today, thinking, mm, I'm not sure, should I, shouldn't I? What, what would your advice be to someone in that sort of situation? I have um, lived and worked the proverbial uh, rat race for a long time now getting up at o dark 30 doing battle with the m27 the m3 the m25 endless conference calls endless emails and one day i woke up and, and decided actually i don't want to do this for the rest of my life um, i want to wake up to the sound of the ocean the sound of seagulls and beautiful sunrises every morning and doing what I did, making this choice, um, taking this course and, and subsequent course, courses after that, is, has brought me one step closer to, to making that a reality. Um, if you're questioning it, then, then stop, just do it. It may not be for you, but chances are you will fall in love with it the way I did, and it will form part of your, your future. Katie Clark thank you so much for taking the time it's been an absolute joy talking to you today um, and thank you once again on behalf of first class sailing uh, for a using them uh, but for b uh, using it as such a launch vehicle for you and for your future and I, I really genuinely wish you all the very very best for the future and you can sail on our boat anytime you like <laughs> thank you very much thank you business on board with carrie herford jones